You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 504. And the beat goes on. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 504, and um, this has been one of the oddest pre-shows that that Gaz and I have done, um, it was, but it was very therapeutic, and, and thank you, Gaz. You, you really put it into perspective with... <laughs> With, with with that thought provoking statement, it's only a cat. <laughs> hey, don't paint me out like no, that. It no, wasn't that bad. no, 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 no. I was very sympathetic. Well, when I say sympathetic, I, I listened a lot. <laughs> well, when I say I listened, I put my headphones down actually and went off and came back ten <laughs> came minutes back. later. When you finished, is he still going? Okay, I got I got time He's still for another one. <laughs> And for those who don't follow me on Twitter, why the hell not? Or in, are in our G Plus community, or or Facebook, or any or any of them, uh, we lo- I lost one of uh, my family lost uh, one of our cats last week, and and I've been feeling very melancholy about it. In this case, melancholy is not a fruit that's eaten by Lassie, but a feeling of unhappiness. And, and it, before anybody writes in and has a go at me, I was very sympathetic. He it's was. Just, he was. We've gone. We've gone beyond that now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After about ten minutes, he was like, "Oh, for God's sake!" <laughs> I'm sure it was a wonderful cat, but come on. <laughs> I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> I'll buy you another cat. Just be quiet. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. (laughs) And I'm sure she's gone to cat heaven, and that's where she should go as well. I'm sorry about your cat. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. But (sighs) on the the tech side of things, uh, remember I was talking about that laptop that that I got from my son Peter. Yes, uh, I put I went ahead and put the RAM in it, so which meant that it went from uh, two gigabytes to six gigabytes, which has made a huge difference. And uh, I didn't quite know how I was going to handle the the storage end of it. It had a a, a two hundred and fifty gig uh, spinning drive, and but because the machine is so old, I, I wanted to make it as as fast as possible for as little money as possible. And SSDs have now come so far down in price. That it was, I think it was like $130, $130 for a 250 gig Samsung uh, SSD. And I, I went ahead and I went, I took it out to Micro Center, which is here in, in Northern Virginia, had them install it. They did it for like 50 bucks. So for $180, they put in a 250 gig uh, SSD into this MacBook Pro and it, <clears throat> it screams. I mean, it's yeah, really I was going to say, I bet it flies, doesn't it now? 
Yeah, the only thing that that of course none of this makes any difference with uh, is the graphics. Now, I, I yeah. when I first yeah. put the whole thing together, I put Steam on it and downloaded uh, Left 4 Dead 2, which is oh, one of my favorite games. And uh, it played it, but it, it kind of stuttered a little bit. But I don't quite know why, but with the SSD, it seems to run better, even though the graphics itself, you know, has absolutely you know not changed. It's, it's still the very same laptop with the very same discrete graphics card that it had. Uh, but it, it runs it pretty well. You know, not bad for a uh, seven-year-old seven-year-old laptop. So the whole thing, laptop with expanded memory and this SSD probably cost me, what, a little over 500 bucks. So not cool. bad. Yep. Cool. As a matter of fact, I, I just won. I, I, went, I, got, I got an itch to get a laptop. <laughs> so uh, I, I just found out just before we started recording that I, I won an eBay auction for a, a 2.4 gigahertz, uh, which is the next one up from that 2.2 right. uh, f- on eBay for even less than what I paid for uh, the one for Peter, which I'm not going to tell him. No. So, and then you're going to update it, are you? Yeah, yeah. I'll do the same thing. I'll, I'll put Brilliant. in an SSD. And so um, I don't know. Good idea. Good if, idea. I don't know if I'll, if I'll switch over from iOS you know, assuming I even go to the next Mac world, uh, but chances are, um, uh, unless something drastically changes, the SSD experiment, or I'm sorry, the iOS experiment for Mac world may be over. I'll well, st- you know, you gave it a damn good shot. Guy. Well, I did it for three years. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a long time, isn't it? I mean, that's a lot. That's over, you know, over what, over a thousand days. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, are we still talking about the cat? <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. <laughs> now, it's my warped sense of you saying you did it for three years. Oh, okay. Okay. Three years times 265. That's Got it. I that one. Got okay. It. Got it. Right. So what keep, are you up to? Keep it walking, mainly. Really? <laughs> if anybody's um, – I, I spoke about this last week, and I mentioned that I'm now using my Fitbit. Well, right. it sent me in, into a walking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, for the last two days now, I've averaged over 102,000 steps a week. Wow. Um, uh, obviously, it always takes the previous day off, so it takes the previous seven days. So if you have a, a slow day, then obviously it drops down a bit. But, uh, yeah, <clears throat> that, and that's, that's rather a lot. Yeah, well, I, I mean, do like do I, maybe never, I like do maybe a quarter of that a week. Well, that's, I mean, that's I mean, today I did. Um, uh, it was just lucky because I was. It was quite nice, and I did twenty two thousand steps today, and that was just Jesus. walking. The, that was just walking the the dog this morning, and then <laughs> the dog is like, for God's sake, you're killing me. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't take him that far. Oh, okay, <laughs> and then this evening when uh, Claire uh, was in uh, band rehearsal, I you know. Did another, well, 15,000 or so. So I've done almost 10 miles today. But uh, wow. Yeah. But, you know, it's time I would have just been sat in the car. So, yeah, I've, I've become, it's, it's, it's become an obsession and I'm a walking maniac. Anyway, anyway, over to my iPad, he says, changing the subject completely <clears throat> in app purchases. Right. Now, I've spent a load of time playing Real Racing 3. Right. And I've, and I've really enjoyed it and I'm still enjoying it. And I haven't spent a penny. But after all the time I've committed to the game, I'll never be able to complete it. How come? 
Well, <clears throat> to get the cars that I need uh, and some of the updates and upgrades that I'd need, and even with the gold that I could probably win through doing the races and completing the races, I, I calculated earlier that I'd have to spend over £210 to get to the end of the game as it stands at this point in time because they do occasionally throw an upgrade in there. And that kind of makes me sad, really, because it's such a great game and I'm never going to be able to get to the end of it. And I think, for me, it feels as though it's been spoilt by just the money-grabbing side of it. Now, okay. who, is it who is it that makes Real Racing 3? Um, I can't remember. I'll I'll have a look, or you have a look. I'll while have I just, a look while, you, while I just say. Now I was going to say, okay, I haven't spent a penny, but I'll tell you the reason for that is because of the ridiculous cost of the upgrades. Now, Ele- electronic I, arts, electronic arts. Now, well, it was somebody else, and I think electronic arts then bought it. I'm not sure. I might be wrong on that. I might be wrong on that. But I just feel that you know. To complete this game, to have to spend that, and it's probably that's probably the minimum guy, to be honest with you. And I can tell you, there is people that have probably spent more than that and not got as far as I have. Because I've played it patiently and I've played it over a long, long period of time. And I just think it's ridiculous that, uh, you know, that it costs so much. And I've got to say to Apple, they're the people that allow this to go into their store and they're obviously rubbing their hands with the 30% that they might get out of it. But actually they're not getting anything out of me because, you know, I just find it so offensive and I just, I'm just sad really that I'll never complete this game. Really. I'm sad because I've enjoyed it so much and I can't, you know, it'll just go on and on and on and I'll, I'll put it, I'll get to a point where I think that's it now. I just can't go any further without having to spend a ridiculous amount of money to get the cars because the gold, you know, they cost so much gold and that's it. You've got to buy your gold because you can only win so much gold and then, you know, I'll put it down and I'll forget it and that'll be it. <clears throat> I'll come back to it occasionally, probably race it and think never to be completed. Yeah. Or and- never, and never to even get close to completing it because, you know, I just can't. It, I, I'm not going to spend £200. On, I've never spent £200 on any game. I was going to say, not on a game. And, and this is this is something that, well, you know, and, and the problem is, uh, you know, Apple is, is kind of in a, a damned if you do, damned yeah, if you don't yeah. situation yeah. Yeah. where if they turn around and tell Electronic Arts, okay, you know, this is ridiculous. You you really kind of need to tone this down a little bit. Yeah, they can't do that. They right. Can't. Then they get accused of policing the app store in a way yeah. that's detrimental to developers. Uh, but on the other hand... Uh, electronic arts and companies like that. And, uh, what's the other one that does that basically rips off other people's games? You know, they, they have a halo rip off and they have a, they have a real racing rip off. And I, I can't yeah. think of who they are off the top of my head, but they do, they do a lot of the same things where they give you enough of the games so that you can play it and you can get kind of hooked into it. And then you reach a point where it's like, okay, I'm getting ready to go up to the next part. And it's like, uh, 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 you want to get to that next part? You got to spend some real money. No, yeah. I, now, I, and I don't have a problem with that because, I, you know, there were times when I felt, you know, I'm going to spend some money just to say that I've spent some money on it. But because of the cost, I've then thought, let's sod you. I'd, <laughs> I'm, I'm just really get fed up with the, the cost of the updates that there are 
you know, out there. And, and um, you know, I've kind of got to the point where I thought, well, I'm never going to spend any money on this and I'm certainly not going to complete it. And, you know, well, that, and then that's, I thought, but that's and the then, thing, though. And then I thought, and then I thought, I wonder just how much if I was going to complete it, if I was going to buy the cars that are available to me now to get, but there's no way that I can earn the gold because I'm at a point now where I've got to start spending gold to just get to keep the car. your cars up. Well, no, to, yeah, to get the next car to be able to complete the section. And I thought, well, if I get that one, and if I got that one, and I got that one, I thought, good grief! And I thought, how much did it cost for a thousand units of gold? And it cost, I think it was £69.95 or something. Yeah, which is so, like 100 bucks. And I, I would have needed, I would have needed um, at least 3000 probably three and a half, probably closer to four. So I'm going under the amount here. So that was over £200. Yeah. And I just thought, my God, that is incredible. And, but yeah. hey, and, and I've been fairly reasonable and, and, uh, skin flintish, or you know, some would call it Scottish. Um, on <laughs> on the way I've spent. Now you've my just totally well. hacked off both of our Scottish I listeners. I know, I know, both of them. So, sorry, Sam. <laughs> no, I didn't realise his name was Sam. Actually, but anyway, they're, they're both um, named Sam. <laughs> Mac. Um, and I just thought, you know, spending that amount of money. Just, but there's people out there that I bet haven't realized just how many times they've gone into the store and spent to get that, you know, a little bit of gold and a little bit more gold and a little bit more gold and a little bit more gold or a bit of, you know, coinage. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. And, and, and as far as in-app purchases go, it doesn't bother me so much if it's to, you know, completely unlock a game and, and, yep. it, and it's reasonably priced, yep. but, but this nickel and dime stuff, Yes, and there's yes. so many games that yep. do this yeah, on, on both and, iOS the, and Android. It's the nickel and dime stuff, which really kind of hacks me off. But anyway, yeah, anyway, that's that's, that's that's my rant out of the way. Yeah. Well, shall we? Uh, shall we go over to the mymac.com recent articles? Yes, as, shall I do, shall as shall it do, says in the show notes. Good. Yeah. Shall I do the first one? Yes, please. Western Digital, my cloud. This is a review by Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. I am all over it. That's why now people are realizing I wanted to take the first one. Okay, cloud computing is all the rage nowadays. We use iCloud for our music and photos, Dropbox and Google Drive for file sharing and storage, plus a host of other cloud-based services. On a daily, daily, I say, I repeat daily basis. Twice you've repeated it. Hourly, in my case. The the problem is some of these services can get expensive or lack the security features we need. One solution to this problem is to use a local cloud service like the Western Digital MyCloud. Go over and take a read. Yeah, I actually have one of these. Do you? Yeah, and it's it's okay. and It it does pretty much what it it says it, it does. But it kind of frightens me because I'm constantly getting updates for it or no, notifications that, oh, well, you need to update this. It's like, wow, really? You know, your software is so crappy to start off with that you have to update it every other week? Yeah. Yeah. That's rather disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, on to the next one is the... uh is that VIP Orbit or VIP Orbit? I'm just going to say VIP Orbit because I think okay. that sounds more fun. Okay. VIP Orbit for the Mac. This is a review by Vicky. 
It's Vicki Stokes. Miss Stokes to Guy and Gas. So Miss Stokes met and interviewed the co-founder and CEO of Vip Orbit, Vip Orbit, Vip Orbit, Mike. Oh wow, M- Money, M U H N E Y, Money, at Macworld twenty fourteen. He's the co- Money. <laughs> I like money. And, and, and you have to say it that way. You know, even if you have like a Scottish accent, it'd be like, oh, hey, how you doing there, Mike? Money. Anyway, <laughs> he's the co-inventor of ACT. <laughs> and all of the Scots are now saying, why? Why yeah. are you having to go at us? Well, you know, you know, you know why? Because no, I do not have a single iTunes review, as far as I know, from anyone in Scotland. So... <laughs> Somebody in Scotland needs to do an iTunes review for the MyMac podcast, and then we'll get off your back. Oh, dear. And we'll move on to some other country that hasn't done a review. Anyway. We really uh, don't care, do we? We don't care how low we go. Oh, and uh, we we have so much farther to go. People don't understand. Anyway, back of Mike Money. Mike Money. He's the co-inventor of ACT! Exclamation mark. A popular customer relationship management application that was revolutionary for its time. Mike's newest venture, Vip Orbit, was developed to address the poorly designed contact apps available on the iPhone. The Vip Orbit, Vip Orbit iPhone <laughs> app was introduced in 2011. The iPad app arrived the following year, providing the ability to sync information between the two iOS devices. In 2013, the Mac version was launched, featuring a more effective way to add and update information as well as the ability to sync changes between Mac and iOS devices. So go check that review out from Vicky, and I'm not ready. Darn it. It's Keel. Whoop, wrong one. It's Vicky Stokes. Miss Stokes to dying gas. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, congratulations, guy! Uh, yourself a wooty. I will a big a big wella wooty. Um, ID L forty six dual alarm clock radio and dock for iPad, iPhone, and iPod. This is a review by Nam Segri. If you stayed in a motel in recent years, you probably bumped into this or a similar product on your nightstand. I don't walk on my nightstand. The the IDL46 <laughs> has some f- useful features, such as the ability to listen and to charge an iPhone, iPad or iPod with either a 30-pin or lightning cable. The lightning connector is built into the top of the unit and the 30-pin connects uses a usb port on the back and by the way that connection uh, cable is not supplied the 30 pin one by the way oh really you have to supply your own yes so but if you want to know more about it you have to go and read many similar units i've evaluated that sam's evaluated of course had a substandard audio but the idl 46 is well modulated resonant and on the whole quite a respectable for a small radio and last up, and now we know that all is right with the world again. Yes, yes. Tech, tech um, fan, tech fan, um, tech fan. One sixty one, greatest video games. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm just 
due to a last minute meeting, Tim records a solo show. What is the greatest video game ever? Lego Marvel's superheroes on the Mac. Uh, Apple looking to buy Beats Music, which we'll be talking about in a bit. Nintendo's future looking more bleak, sort of. And non-GMO and RIM share some painful memories. (laughs) And you know what's weird? Uh, That all kind of is because Tim had done like a Facebook post asking people what they thought was their favorite memories. I don't know. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Yes. Did you see what I put in? No. I put in. I ignored your post. The Atari 2600 ET game. <laughs> I half expected Tim to just ignore it, but no, he he didn't. He didn't. The first game console, console, the first game dedicated games console I got was the Mega Drive. Uh, that was Sega, wasn't it? Yep, Sega Mega Drive, and this and Sonic played hours on that. Oh, my favorite! <laughs> my favorite one from back in the day was the uh, Genesis. Hmm. I. Was that a Sega? Yeah, that was Sega. That was similar to the that. May, well, that may have been the the Mega Drive may have been what they called the Genesis. In yeah, the, in I the think UK. it was actually. I think it was. Okay, uh, Google Plus. Right, and unlike myself, <laughs> <laughs> you had lots of comforting comments about the loss of your cat, which is weird all by itself for a tech show social media forum. But Guy really appreciates it, and he says from the bottom of his heart and he really does mean this thanks everyone yeah it, it really did it did help and it wasn't just it wasn't just on google plus um i got a lot of similar things on both uh, twitter and facebook and there's a, a lot of people out there like cats just not gas <laughs> <laughs> like they poo in my garden okay it's all fertilizer, you know, I know your man. Cat didn't. I know your cat didn't. <laughs> oh, they may have. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, go on to the next one. Okay, we, we got some... before Before I dig my hole even deeper, because I know I'm going to get hate mail now. Oh, I well, really... you shouldn't. You shouldn't, because you were a very good listener by not I, even being I, there. And I do. I, you know, I'll stroke a cat if it comes up to me. Yeah, with a um, chainsaw. They make great mittens. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, no, you call them mittens. No, they make great mittens. <laughs> we, got, we got some feedback from email. Oh, dear, I am digging such a big hole. <laughs> um, it looks like we're going to get Alistair Jenks on in the next couple of weeks. Uh, now, he, you've seen that Yay! same email, right? So, yes, I did, yes. Okay, okay, good. And uh, looking forward to it. And he actually even gives us uh, a time break when he can do it, which means good man. Yes. And for people who don't know, uh, James Turner, woodpad.co.uk, who does these great uh, iPhone and iPad stands, and you can check them out at woodpad.co.uk. UK. Uh, I came up with like this, this design for an iPad stand that folds like completely flat. Or not, well, I mean, it's got a little bit of depth to it, but uh, it's about four inches square mm-hmm. and uh, wrote up a little something on it. I, I actually did the uh the drawings in uh of of all things i think it was uh word because i was at work when i came up with the idea and i don't have cat at work and i didn't have 
um, you know, all the, the typical Mac tools that I would use for something like this. So I said, well, let me see what I could do in Word. So I used Word to kind of plot this, this, this weird little standout and, uh, sent it to James because he's, he's like one of the few people I know who, who actually knows how to use woodworking tools. And he, uh, he came, he, you know, finally got a reply back from him saying that he doesn't think that he'll be able to, uh, to, to make it as I designed it at a, at a price that would be worth selling it for. And, uh, so it's open to anyone who's interested. I will, I will send you the, uh, the design that I came up with and plastic molding. No, this was all wood. I know, but if, if, if James says you can't make it cheap enough in wood, then your next option is going to be plastic molded. Yeah. And it could, it could be done. It could be done in plastic though. It would, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be as good. it? It wouldn't be the same. You know, but anyway, James, thanks a lot for taking a look at it, and I I really appreciate your feedback. Uh, Shark Meppard <laughs> believes we missed a good bit with his name and Tames Journer. Woodpad. Truly, dot, oh wait, 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 wait. Pudwad. Dot o. Dot kuk. <laughs> a truly and deeply appreciated guy's loving tribute to the Beach Boys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I I got some other feedback on that as well. Um, wasn't quite as appreciative as uh, James Turner, but anyway, uh, Leaf for people who don't know, great uh, Lee Marshall, who's been the voice of uh, Tony the Tiger. Oh, damn it! I forgot again. <laughs> anyway, it's late. I know. What is Keep that? Keep that in. Oh, I'm I'm. Well, I can't take it out. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Lee Marshall, who's been the voice of Tony the Tiger, which is a, uh, for people who don't live in the United States or the UK, is a breakfast cereal. Uh, he died, Frosted Flakes. Uh, and it was weird because I was seeing all of these posts talking about, oh, the, the, the voice of Tony the Tiger died and he's the one that made, you know, the, that particular cereal mascot wonderful. And it seems that nobody remembers that he wasn't the original voice for Tony the Tiger, that it was, uh, Thurl Ravenscroft, who was the, actually the first voice for the sugary frosted cornflakes tiger mascot. And uh, Chris from Twitter reminded me that he also did the singing. Uh, there, there was a Christmas special called How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Now, everybody in the United States knows what it is. I don't know. Did you ever see this, what I'm talking? Have you ever seen How the Grinch Stole Christmas? I've seen a film, the Grinch Christmas film, where. Oh, with James Carey? Yeah, but that was just yeah. awful. This was yeah. this was like a twenty to twenty five minute little uh, no, cartoon. Se- yeah, I've not seen that. Okay, uh, it was ten times better than the movie. Right. Though, how hard okay. would that be? Well, well, not hard. Yeah, uh, and they did this song called "You're a Mean One, Mister Grinch," and Thurl Ravenscroft sang that song for that Christmas special. And for people who also may not know this, even if you've seen it. Uh, the late great Boris Karloff from the old Frankenstein and other Universal monster movies did the narrative for How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> did any of them use a Mac? Uh, I I think that they were about twenty plus years late. <laughs> then I don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, the, how the Grinch stole Christmas was, uh, I think, mid '60s was when it was yeah. made. 
Though it was done by Chuck Jones, who I think did use a Mac. Ah, well, that's all right then. Later on, though. That story can stay in then. Okay. So that's (laughs) it. I think we've taken this this odd first section of the show with – do you realize how much death has been listed in this first part of the show this week? No. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) Thurl Ravenscroft. Yes. Lee Marshall. Yep. My cat Dusty. Yeah. James Dusty. Turner. Wait, no, no, not James Turner. You made your cat into a duster? Yeah, a Plymouth duster. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> so shall I take us out? Yeah, because it's just getting weird. All right. Everybody Stand by to stand by and because they're great. We'll be right back. Excuse me, do you consider yourself to be a geeky lady? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have an iPad. I have, this is my third iPhone. Uh, I'm, I use Pinterest. I, I'm on Facebook. I love my computer. I, I can't live without my Photoshop. Okay, absolutely. okay. I get it. You're a pretty geeky lady. What about you? Would you consider yourself a geeky lady? Absolutely. I have Apple TV. I have my iPad. I have my iPhone 5. <laughs> I have an iPod. I have I have Photoshop. I've got about 70 or 80 apps. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm a geeky okay, okay. lady. Thank you. I get it. I get it. Well, well, what about you? Are you? Do you consider yourself a geeky lady? Hell no! But that's why I listen to three geeky ladies. Listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast probably won't cure male pattern baldness, but can you afford to take that chance? And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. Oh, this has been this this show is therapy for me, guys. There is absolutely <laughs> no doubt. Ah, I feel so thing, much better. Well, the best thing of it is, is I don't charge very much. No, nothing at all. As a matter of fact, so, that, so it works out well. Oh, you've not well, received my invoices. You've not received my invoices then, obviously. Yeah, you need to send that to Tim at MyMac.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I, it keeps bouncing back when I've received it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll get paid real soon. <laughs> Speaking of being paid, um, wow, boy, the, there was a segue for you. God. Uh, Dr. Dre, who is <laughs> one, of, <laughs> one of the founders of uh, Beats music and beats audio and beats headphones and, and all this stuff uh, put out a tweet saying that he is the world's first hip hop billionaire because uh, the rumor, and I don't think at this point it's now what Sunday, May 11th has not yet been verified that uh, Apple will buy beats for 3.2 billion dollars so, so so what did he say in his tweet do we know yeah um well we do or um, somebody well, knows. Roughly, or rough, roughly what was it that he basically said, that it was him bragging that you know he's he's, that he's a billionaire that he's that it, when this deal goes through he'll be a billionaire ah, ah so he mentioned a deal going through yeah but i you know is 
Do you know, I could see Apple going, yeah, bollocks to you, mate. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Why? We're, pull, we're pulling out now. <laughs> You're pulling out your bollocks? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you can get away with saying bollocks. <laughs> I mean, hell, it was on a Sex Pistols album. Okay, okay, never mind the bollocks. Yeah, all right. Here's the um, Sex Pistols. Okay, yes, it was. Um, all right. I could see them turning around and saying, I don't think so, now that he's been and tweeted that out. But if he's tweeted the fact that it's happening and going through, then, okay, let's let's assume that that is correct and not just a way for him to increase the share value of his company. Right. First thing Monday morning when everybody goes back to work. Why would they buy it? Uh, well, they, I, I put uh, my first line in in the uh, in the show notes can't be repeated um, <laughs> because I don't know. Um, Let's see. That's um, no, F, no, F at no, no. pound K. <laughs> yeah, I I've got no idea why Apple would buy them. It certainly wouldn't be for their headphones. I don't think. No, and it's, you know what's funny? Um, I, I go to. Or I, I read a lot of stories about Apple News. I mean, big surprise, I do an Apple podcast. And uh, inevitably, in many of these stories, especially if they have a comment section, you get all the, the Apple haters coming in. And as soon as there was this, this deal was, like, rumored, all I kept seeing was, oh, well, Beats is overrated and Beats headphones suck and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I personally, I don't know. I've never owned a pair of Beats headphones. Well, can I just say, I'd never heard of the company <laughs> at all. Right. So whether they're, whether they're good quality headphones or not, I, I personally couldn't say. But considering that the only, ex- as far as I know, other than the speakers that they, they, put in their, their computers and the iPad and the iPhone, the only other audio equipment that Apple sells are those little tiny ear pods or earbuds. Mm. And I can't see them spending $3.2 billion to improve earbuds. That's that, that would just be insane. Now the other parts of this company that well, they've, they, got they, their own, they've got their own earbuds anyway. So it's, it's certainly not that. And they've, they've got the technology to produce stuff like that. That, that is definitely, and there's so many third party companies doing it. It's, it, it's got nothing to do with the hardware that this company may, may sell. And you know what? It may not be that part of the company. This guy may have split the company up and he may, you know, if he's got different sections and different divisions, it may be one division that he sold them, which could well be they have an audio streaming side, I believe. Yes, they do. And it's a relatively newcomer to the whole uh, streaming thing. And and I don't know off the top of my, you know, because because other than other than. uh, what is the iTunes one called? Is it just called iTunes Music? iTunes, no, it's iTunes Radio, isn't it? Our, yeah, iTunes Radio. And I typically don't even listen to that because you know my my commute to work is so short, and I've got so many podcasts that I listen to. Uh, I I don't well, well, typically have time. A, steps back in amazement. I occasionally turn the radio on in my car. So yeah. uh, I, I the only thing I listen to on my radio, as far as uh, live broadcast goes, will be either uh, the news or a sporting event. Other than that, I don't listen to music on the radio anymore. Yeah, we, we, you know, we've got some fairly good radio stations over here, which are nice and wide. So, you know, yeah, 
Anyway, that's by the by. That's by the by. I, if anything, you know, it's it's not to get down with the the young folk. No, is it really? They're buying this really, really. It's got to be something to do with the streaming. Is is it got to be something to do with licensing? I don't know. Is it is it real at all? That's the thing. Yeah, you know, we yeah. get back to the original statement. Well, there's there's one other part of it that. Uh, I didn't realize, and I probably should have, because it's a company that that sells, you know, is is a U.S. based company. Uh, Chrysler and Fiat use a, an audio system called Beats Audio in their cars, and if you put that together with the announcements they've made with CarPlay, now something now it mm. seems, yeah, exactly. That seems a mm. little more a little more interesting and a little more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a realistic. Yeah. You know, that adds a, and I just, I swear, I just pulled this page up when we were getting ready to do this segment. Right. And, uh, the, the fact that, uh, beats as a company does things with Chrysler and Fiat in their car audio. And that Apple is now doing this thing with CarPlay. You know, these are two technologies, depending on, on what Beats Audio does in the car, which I have no idea. But if, if it fills a gap that well, CarPlay well, has, then $3.2 billion for an emerging market like CarPlay makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, a much more um, reasonable long-term investment because the investment for headphones, no. No. Streaming, I'm sure Apple could get into streaming if they required, required to. Well, they, they really do. They, 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 kind, they, they, they kind of do anyway. So that makes much more sense. Or, or you, you don't know, but Beats might have some really good um, uh, IP out there. And uh, they might have some great patents in the company as well, but they just don't know how to, you know, best utilize them. Uh, you you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, it's, seems, it's another club it's for seems, Apple's lawyers. Yeah, it's it seems a lot of money for something which, you know, longer term, there's got to be a, 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 a reason. A payoff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think uh, that sounds... Um, that sounds a lot more reasonable, what you've kind of hinted at. And, you know, the other two bits are possibly just bonus. I don't know. Yeah. And, and if you go, when you walk into an I have heard, store, I've, I, you know, I have picked up on a few other podcasts that actually the Beats um, selection or the recommendation from the Beats streaming is pretty good. Now, I, I, I don't use... Well, that would make sense too. And I've got no idea, but apparently its recommendation process is really good. So, you know, there could be something behind a few things. You know, we want them for this. We want them for this. They've got this. They've got a bit of IP. Um, you know, let's make it a no-brainer. $3.2 billion. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can just see it, can't you? You can yeah, just see it. it. It's not like Apple is hurting for cash these days. Well, you know, $3.2 billion. Tim just put his hand into his back pocket and went, ah. <laughs> oh, cha Chuff change. <laughs> well, I was going to use this to pay for my dry cleaning, but. Yeah, but. Do you want to sell your company? I'll go on then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, you do home audio for portable toilets? We're in. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you, Gaz, was um, you're in you're in Tim Cook's position. You have a company that is just bringing in all this money that you have stashed away somewhere in a secret place in Ireland and you want to add on to the company to make it more valuable. 
Uh, where would you spend that money and on what? Right, I'll give you. I'll give you the um, the uh, politically correct answer first. Okay. I think I'd buy a company that can enhance my profit margin without taking away from our current efficiency and draining resources from the existing organization. Are you channeling Tim Cook right now? And I think actually that I'd be putting more of that money back into uh, the back-end infrastructure, uh, like manufacturing, um, like uh, R&D, for instance. That's the sort of thing that I'd do. And, and, you know, that's something that Apple is kind of doing. I mean, they've spent a lot of money developing the Sapphire Glass technology. Uh, they've yeah. just opened up – well, actually, they didn't, but in partnership with um, – uh, it was one of the big Chinese manufacturers. Uh, they, they opened that facility here in the United States to build the Mac Pro. So, you know, yeah, they're taking some of that money – and uh, they're doing exactly that. They're, they're putting that into their back-end infrastructure, and they are doing things along the lines of, of starting to Apple starting to make their own stuff or at least having tighter control over it uh, and R&D. Um, but I, you know, I thought about this when, when I posted the question, and there were, there were two companies that I think are acquisitionable. Is that even a word, acquisitionable? No, not really. No? Okay. I just made a new word, folks. Write that one down. Acquisitionable. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the two companies that immediately came to mind that fill a need that, uh, that Apple has right now, one of them was Logitech because I, I frankly, I think that, that Apple's uh, keyboards are, they're okay, but they're, they're not great. Uh, I absolutely despise their mice. I, I almost always have. Um, the trackpad is is fine as well. I, I think uh, for for what it does, I think a lot of people aren't using it exclusively for controlling their computer. Like I just bought a, um, in, in a way though, it kind of pissed me off. It's a Logitech. Uh, what is that? MK. It's a Logitech trackball. It, it's the 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 wireless version of the uh, the trackball that I've been I've used for years, but they no longer make they no longer make this wired version. You see, that that's kind of why I had my answer though, because I read I did see that you'd put that down in the show notes, and it's kind of why I said, um, you know, I'd buy a company that can enhance my profit margin without taking away from the efficiency and draining the resources because. I think Logitech would, you know, and also you, you're you're then selling a product, which you, or you're buying a company that sells a product not just to enhance um, Mac accessories. I would say the most money that Logitech make comes from non-Apple accessories, and a lot of those people would be hacked off if they suddenly knew that Logitech was owned by Apple. And I'd put a 10-to-1 bet that the sales of that company would then drop down, which then puts a lot of pressure on the organization as a whole to make it work, which then draws away from you know your own efficiencies and resources that you've got to try and fix something that you broke through you know possibly no fault of your own but just through the the circumstance of the where the organization and, and its business model lies 
Well, maybe, but there, there's one mm-hmm. other thing that Logitech makes that Apple really and oh the um the trackball that I use <laughs> it's it's the M570. And the reason why the M570 what, what, made me angry was What's the M570? It's a wireless mouse and uh wireless mouse trackball. Right. And when I bought it, I was thinking, okay, well it's just like the wired one I have except it's wireless. And I kept trying to connect it to stuff and it wasn't connecting. But it Are you co- talking about an Apple device here? No, no, this is Logitech. Right. The M570. And it comes with this, this little USB dongle that apparently you have to use to oh, to get this that. thing. Yeah. And, and oh, if I didn't have a, a Mac Pro with about a gazillion USB ports and a, uh, a, and a USB hub connected to it, I would, have, I would have just thrown it out the window. I would have returned it immediately. Um, you see, the the only reason for Apple to buy an accessories company is so that they can make accessories and get them ready for new products without having to put drawings and stuff out into these other companies, um, which then leak all this information about possible new hardware that's coming out. And, you know, Apple are not like that anymore. They're, they're not so bothered about that side. And to to have an accessories company, I, I, just, I just don't see it. I don't see it. You've also put in here something – about a you know a controller, uh, yeah, a, a better Apple TV controller, which which I think is 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 more to the point well, uh, of buying a company. I mean, not it, so much. The only reason why I talked about this uh, this trackball was because of of how pissed off it made me when I realized I had to have this USB thing plugged in. Well, and you're kind of cementing my argument, really, in a way. I love it. Otherwise, well, yeah, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> Other, other than the fact that it, that it makes me want to scream, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think um, that Apple will be holding on to the vast majority of their money for a long time to come yet. And if they buy a company, it will be a massive company. It will be in a completely different area, an area of product design that they think they can improve radically and, you know, so completely different that people will go, what? And then everybody will try and work out how they're going to, you know, combine the two companies, you know, and integrate it. And I don't think if they do that, they won't be doing it for that reason. Well, that's why uh, I talked about a, a better Apple TV controller because I cannot stand. Well, you know, everybody's got an Apple contri- TV controller in the hand if they've got an iPhone. Yeah, that's true. But there's, I mean, the the Apple TV I think is getting ready for a, a major redesign, and I kind of wonder if they're still going to stick to the same type of of remote that they've been using all this time because not everybody has an iPod touch or an iPhone, but they still may want, what? I know it's true, but they still, you know, and the only way, the only other thing they could do, and I, I, I can't see Apple doing this would be to, uh, release the, uh, the, the software to make an Apple TV controller for other platforms. No, I wouldn't do that. No, they wouldn't for either like Android or, or windows mobile. And that, yeah, that's just something I can't see them do. No. Now the other company I thought of, because uh, this and, and this works right in with their strength as a, uh, a consumer uh, consumer products kind of company, would be Drobo for mass storage solution. Now 
you know, as I say that, I start to think, yeah, but they're trying to push everyone to the cloud. So, yeah, yeah you see, and also again, it kind of leans on my thought process of the fact that Drobo don't just make Drobos for Macs; they make a product for Windows as well. So, well, sure, you know, and that means they would have to, if they're going to integrate, Drobo would not be Drobo if Apple bought them. It would be an Apple product. And they would then have to start supporting everybody who got a Drobo on a Windows machine. Can you see that? Can you seriously see that happening? Um, uh, in a way, yeah. Because they, well, they, they support iTunes on Windows. They support QuickTime yeah, on Windows. Yeah, grudgingly. No, not. are you kidding? The vast majority yeah, of people that, yeah, that buy how, yeah, iOS devices are on Windows. Yeah, but that's, but that's software, Guy. That's software. Yeah. This is going to be hardware. But and the, I just can't see that. But the iPhone is hardware, and a lot of Windows people buy iPhones. A lot of people yeah, buy but, iPod but, touches and iPods yeah, and all the rest just, of those. You just said it. You just said it that people, in the, you know, Apple especially, are now pushing everybody to the cloud. Well, I know that. That's what. That's what, what I was thinking about as I was sitting there going, "Oh, you're just going to go ahead and say Drobo, aren't you? Even though you, in the back of your mind, you know that they're trying to push people toward the cloud. You <laughs> stupid boy." Yeah, I, I, I just can't see them. That, that I think, and, and I'm not belittling your choices here, but I think those are obvious choices. And I think Apple would come out and people would go, they bought who? <laughs> much, much like them coming out and possibly buying Beats. You know, because yeah, that's we can't right out in left field. Well, because we can't work out why until you possibly nailed it. Well, I mean, we'll and, see. We'll see. We'll yeah, see if, if, if I nailed Apple. if I nailed it. If I'm right, I think that portends terrible things for the future of Apple. <laughs> it's, it's the end of the world as we know it. That's right. Uh, anyway, yeah. if if yeah. anybody has yeah. uh, similar yeah. ideas, is on its way, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get that bottled water, toilet paper, and uh, oh, what's the other thing? Uh, milk, bread, and toilet paper. That's what everybody here buys in the States when they know there's a bad storm coming. Yeah. And cockroach killer. Yeah. Well, you know, and the thing is, if, you know, if the bad storm doesn't come, then they need all that extra toilet paper for all the milk they're drinking. <laughs> anyway, uh, if we would love to hear from, from anyone in our audience uh, on yeah. co- companies. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. What do you think Apple will spend their money on? Yeah, and, and not only what the company is, uh, but why? Why would they buy product or company X for product uh, R or Z or, or whatever you want to call it? We would love Zed. to hear Zed. We would <laughs> product Zed. We would actually, I would buy product Zed. I would. And it would be just a little button like those staples. That was easy button, but instead it would just go Zed. <laughs> It would save so much time. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you have any thoughts along those lines, uh, in the next section, we will give out all our contact information, and you can just let us know. So, Gaz, you know what? I think we're going to get out of here. So, everyone, stand by. Tuss, stand by. Yeah. And we'll be yeah, right back. Yeah. They're great. Tell myself nothing. I'll never have any fun. You can give me anything. I'll become your toy. Have some fun and bring me down. And I 
ever think about becoming a podcaster? Thinking, wow, you know, that's probably way too hard. Well, we have a solution. The Stoplight Network is looking for brand new shows to join the network. Won't cost you a dime. In fact, you might actually make some money off of it. So if you've always wanted to podcast and it seemed way too daunting, drop me a line. My name is Tim Robertson. I am the host of TechFan. I started the MyMac Podcasting at the dawn of podcasting, and I can help you get your podcast up and running. Simply send an email to Tim, that's T-I-M, at MyMac, M-Y-M-A-C, dot com. Tim at MyMac.com. Let's get your show ready for prime time. Rated the number one podcast from people you've never heard of, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the final <laughs> section of this week's MyMac.com podcast number 504. That's 100 away from a 404 page. Yeah. And it's been that kind of show. It has, yeah. Yeah. Come out and meet your doom. Const- um, we say that <laughs> constantly interrupted. <laughs> Force with terrible powers beyond the comprehension of man. Oh. Yeah, that's us too. Um <laughs> Do you know do you know what I'm doing? I, I, can you I, see what I'm gonna bet you, that you're nodding you see your what head. I'm doing? Are you nodding your head? I'm nodding my head. Ah. Hit it. Gases tears. Most of Gases mostly clean. Most of clean. Gases tears. What time is it? It's time for Gases tips. Right. I, I struggled this week, folks. I've got to admit. Hand up in the air. I'm very sorry. I really, really struggled. That's the end of Gases. No, no, it's not. It's not actually. Well, you know what the problem um, is? You're walking too much. I am. I am. <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't. I, hey, I, I, I know what, I know what my problem is. It's a dead cat. <laughs> this week Thunderbirds are go right anyway in systems prior to Mavericks um, I believe that whenever you copied an address from the web you know when you went onto a site you thought oh that there's the full address you know and it's always in the right sort of order with a, a postcode or zip code as you've got in, in the US and a town and a, a road you copy it and you paste it into your contacts what used to happen was that if you went into the road in the contacts and paste it, it would paste the whole address, and then you'd have to copy and paste a bit and cut it. Real pain in the backside. It is well, apparently, apparently in Mavericks, and I have tried this, and it works to a certain degree. It doesn't always pass the address exactly as it perhaps it should be, but if you paste now or if you copy a full address list um, or addressed listing from the web and you paste it, into contacts it now does a fairly good job at passing the road and the town and the county and the and the uh and the postcode uh into the separate sections of the address fields oh, so excellent. there you go nods his head ah hit it that's the end of gases tips that's mostly. the end of mostly tips that's mostly. the end of mostly gases mostly. tips okay, is that the uh the end of the tip will you let me finish gases tips thank you nicole do you know what I've got? What? That's the end of. Oh, you've got it too. That's right. I forgot. 
as a matter of fact, it's still up in the air. Uh, I actually, I haven't talked to you about this yet, Gaz. Oh, oh, um, what we don't have Gaz's tips anymore? No, no. Well, that's up to you. <laughs> Except I'll have to give the tips after that, and frankly, nobody wants that. <laughs> really, they really, really don't. Um, it, so, so are you are you going to discuss something with me now, live on the show? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, okay. Next week, uh, I was telling Gaz this last week. Uh, Earthman. Uh, <laughs> Love that owl. Um, there's a family reunion uh, on my wife's side of the family that they do. I can't make it. Oh, and we, I had already told everyone you were going to show up <laughs> that um, they do it the weekend before Memorial Day. And that's when they've always done it. So I was telling right. Gaz last week that he may, you know, have to get somebody else to do the show with for next weekend. Um, but a series of events has happened, and I, I actually still cannot give you give you an answer. Um, <laughs> where we have we have where I work, we have a lot of people coming in from overseas, and uh, we're going to be discussing things, discussing things. And it's questionable on whether or not I'll be able to take next Friday off, which I would have to do to do the drive down to North Carolina and then drive back on Sunday with the re with the reunion being on Saturday. Um, what made it weird was uh, my son guy is going back to college for the summer session on, as it turns out now, Friday, which was one of the sticking points. Well, now that sticking point is gone because he can go on Friday. He doesn't have to go on Saturday like he originally had told us. But with this thing at work, I don't know if I'll be able to take Friday off. And what I'm not interested in doing is uh, getting up, you know, oh, dark 30 on Saturday, driving guy to college, getting him settled into his new place, and then doing an additional four to five hour drive to North Carolina for a family reunion that afternoon and then driving back the next day. I don't want to do that, and I'm not going to do that. But it's so question. What are you going to do? I don't know, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my my mind my mind is all. <laughs> I was just thinking. So what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, it just makes me feel. So um, okay, so so what you're telling me at this point in time is it could be that I need somebody on standby for next week. Yeah, or not. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's put let's put a, a note out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna because I might have to do it. I'm gonna put a question out there to some a few people I know and put them on standby. And if you're on anyway, have if them I on, do it have them on the as same well. time, we'll have them on as well. How about that? That sounds like it, a winner. You know, that's planning on the hoof. The oh, the hoof. <laughs> easy <laughs> thanks that's right steve it is that easy you oh, betcha. wow god right. bizarre have you bizarre. got a have you got a pick i do have a pick and, and yeah, you know listeners 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 i have this every week <laughs> and the thing is <laughs> listeners you can turn it off <laughs> once gaz comes on skype and agrees I'll to take my it. call that's it <laughs> He has no choice anymore. I've got, it's funny. There's, there's somebody in the um, in the referee society that he, he, whenever he rings up, 
as soon as he rings up, you kind of put your, you know, hello, and you hear his voice, and your head, you know, your chin hits your chest. <laughs> it's like, oh. you know, you're going to be on the phone for hours. <laughs> hours. <isn't it? laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. No, I, no, that's fine. Not, not I, 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 pre- I appreciate being being like put up next to a guy that you don't like. Anyway, my app pick has which I didn't is say I don't like the guy. <laughs> oh, okay. He's a really nice bloke. It's All right, so you really don't like well, let's get this straight now. You don't like this guy that you referee with and you hate cats. So these are the two things that we have learned this week about gas. I didn't say I hate cats. Now if we I could just combine them, if we could make a cat a referee no. that you don't like, <laughs> then we save half this conversation. <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that. Let's like, I should don't. I just talk about my app pick? We can let Please. me finish. <laughs> better, better, better. <sighs> yeah, yeah, keep saying that, Steve. Um this and app better, better. I, I I have I have picked this app. Better and better and better. <laughs> I have picked this app before. Better and better and better. <laughs> well you did say keep saying that, Steve. Okay, you so. can stop now, I'm Steve. Gone. Make him stop. We're really, really excited about this. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so, um, oh, crap. No, what? no, wrong one. Damn it. <laughs> there. I almost hit the cell phone jingle when nobody wants to hear that right now. No, no, they don't. Okay. Just talk about your pick. Okay. This this app, which I have picked before, came in really super handy this week as I was getting Peter's uh, new used laptop set up. And that is, of course, Carbon Copy Cloner from Bombich, B-O-M-B-I-C-H dot com. This is the app that I have used for my personal backups for years. Uh, it's not cheap. It's it's thirty nine ninety five here in the States. But that thirty nine ninety five gives you lots of can, extra features like scheduling can backups. I, can I just say, yeah, that if you want a reasonable backup and you want a good methodology to do it, that is cheap. Yeah, yeah, and carbon co- in many ways, uh, carbon copy cloner is the backup application that Apple should have come out with. Now that actually Bombich, you know, carbon copy cloner, my, there's some software my, that Apple should buy. Well, to, we've had Mike, Mike Bombich on, actually. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but he used to actually work for, for Apple. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, anyway. But it, it's, gr- it's great software. I was able to, you know, before I, I took his laptop in to uh, get the new who, drive who put Mike in. Bombich? No, my son Peter. What were you doing with Mike Bombich laptop? We were hanging out, man. You know, and he was like, "Guy, my laptop is broken, and you're the only one I trust to fix it." <laughs> That's such total crap. So, uh, I did a complete backup of all the information that was already on uh, the the drive that was installed in the machine, so that when they put the the new SSD in this laptop, when I got it home, all I had to do was just connect up the other drive, uh, boot from it, because Karma Copy Cloner will make a bootable backup drive so even if your drive takes a total crash and explodes into a million pieces you can boot from a carbon copy carbon copy cloner backup and i like using things like the scheduled backups i have it set up on i think it's uh like one o'clock in the morning on saturday night so that 
it'll just do it when I'm not at the computer. I get up the next morning, tells me my backup is completely done, and I don't even think about it anymore. So Carbon Copy Cloner from bombitch.com, $39.95, well worth the money. Yep. Other backup cloning uh, software is available, sure. and uh, I think we've mentioned it in the past. But no, that's your pick, so let's just mention that one. That's good, because Mike is, is worth is worth pointing to. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, I'm going for a game. Oh, I've been cool. messing about. And I've been messing about, and I, I think this is probably, uh, it's gone past its bed best, I think. Well, is, it, is this, this was, a iOS game? No, 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 no. It's a Mac game. Ooh. Uh, it's called Little Inferno. Uh, and it comes from uh, tomorrowcorporation.com, uh, Little Inferno. It's, it's, it's available, I think, in the App Store. I'm uh, checking it now. Uh, it's £6.99 in the UK. Um, and Ooh, it's, looks like it, it is. It, it, and basically, you, you burn stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you've got a little fireplace, and you, oh, cool. you burn stuff, and you, and you get coins for burning things, and then you get you know extra coins if you do combos of things, like you know uh, a combination of a pirate and a bike. There, there's a little trick for you if you just got this. But it's 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 just good fun. It's not you, you know you play it for a little bit and then you'll go away and then you'll come back and you'll play it a little bit more and you have to get through the levels and uh, it's good fun. It kind of re- reminded me a little bit of both uh, Machinarium and World of Goo. Well, I love World uh, which, of Goo, which are both. I mean, Machinarium is is quite a good game. Um, that's I think that's available in the App Store at about ten dollars, as is I think the World of Goo. Um, so yeah, it's it it's just one of those games that you can keep going back to, and it saves your place. And uh, you know you have to do things, and you get clues as to you know what to burn with other stuff. It it it's a bit pyromaniac, but you know that means the Welsh will like it. Oh, do a bit of an joke there. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm now going to get hate letters from all the Welsh people. <laughs> we we oh, watch our audience shrinking by the by yeah. the second. I I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Pretty soon there'll just be this little subset of people in Kentucky that sit there and go, "Yeah, I did like those guys." Well, now yeah. I've pissed off the people from Kentucky. <laughs> so we've we're back to the one person listening, which is good because you know, yeah, keep. It keeps us interactive. <laughs> well, what you all need to do anyway. is, is unsubscribe from the show and then resubscribe. Yeah, yeah, like we asked the other week. Yeah, do that. <laughs> do that. It's good. As long as you resubscribe. Yeah. Anyway, Little Inferno from Tomorrow Corporation. Go on, uh, go and have a look. I think there's a, a there might be a demo of that as well. So yeah, it's nine ninety nine here in the states. Yep. Yep. Uh, we have a people's pick this week from, from Gary Apter. He likes the Apple Store iOS app and thinks it's the best way to make a Genius Bar appointment and to check in when you arrive. You can see what classes and events are scheduled for each store and make a reservation. There have been free offers for music and apps, and there are other things to look at at promoting products and deals. Take a look. There are versions for both the iPad and the iPhone. Cool. Yeah. Facebook, 143 likes. Next. Next. Uh, if you- if you would please send our wow! If you would please do an iTunes review, yes, and uh, then and let us know so that we can read it on the air, and that I can send you this wonderful thing that I haven't been able to make in a while. It's called a wooty, not just a wooty, but a but a wooty. Boy, my voice is starting to crack. 
Woody. It's even worse now. Roger, Roger. <laughs> Woody. There, that's better. Roger, Roger. And if you if you do an iTunes review and you would like a Woody. Roger, Roger. Thank you. I was waiting. Uh, you can send me an email to guy, G-U-I, at mymac.com. You can also reach me on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash back parrot. Roger, Roger. And uh, we have a combined Twitter account, which is twitter.com guy and gaz. That's G-U-Y. Y. A-N-D. B. G-A-Z. Z. <laughs> Guess how can people get a hold of you? Um, by the hand. Ah, oh, yes. Sometimes we do need to be taken by the hand and led outside to the tree with the switches. Uh, you can contact me, G-A-Z, <laughs> at mymac.com, my or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Uh, we've also got a feedback address, feedback at mymac.com, or a Skype number, plus yes. one, 703-436-9501. And Guy's going to give you that number again, because we butchered it this we, time. Oh, we did such a terrible job at it. Plus one outside of the United States, 703 703-436-9504. Yeah, that number. 9501. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. So, uh, anyway, thanks you thanks to everyone who has downloaded the mymac.com podcast. Um chances are there'll be a few less next week as all the people from Scotland, uh uh the Welsh and uh, a small subset from Kentucky will drop the show. And it's too bad because next week is going to be the very best show that we've ever done and we'll be good enough, smart enough and dog got it. People will like us better and better and better. Nos, nosotros, a massamos, a nuestros mascotas. Igai es un gran fan del gato de del. Gato, gato, gato. Esto you say no gato, I say ghetto. <laughs> no tiend nada give con los odriendos mac tecnologia. Tecnologia? Pero el lo puso. 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 And todos modos. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs, The Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. But we learned a lot. <laughs> I certainly did. <laughs> I didn't know she could bend like that. Everything happens automatically. <laughs>
Uh, sorry. You betcha. I don't agree, Steve. That took years of practice. You betcha. Ye- years of practice, Steve. You betcha. <laughs> it's okay. that easy. Uh, no, I <laughs> Boy, I haven't played that one in a long time. You haven't, have you? No. Oh. Uh, we make some history together today. Ah. Uh, okay, you bring Now some. here's something we hope you'll really like. We've been working on that for a while. Here he goes. Oh. Damn. And I think I might use them a lot. Let's go ahead and search for something here. Have you lost your mind? It couldn't be simpler. Erogenous zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's been looking for all this time. The I- the erogenous zone. Oh, erogenous zone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my. Okay. You ready to start? <sighs> yeah. Okay. You know, it's it's weird. Um, I'm, I'm sure you saw the part, you know, where we lost one of our cats last week. I And you wouldn't, I mean, it's just a cat, you know, but yeah. I, I've been feeling. I hate cats. I've been feeling so, so out of sorts ever, ever since she died. That's a shame. I've been feeling quite happy. Oh, she's, she was a sweetie. Oh, I'm sure she was. He was a, you would have liked her. Or, like a fucking cat. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was it was it was sad. They become part of the family, so it is uh, it is a wrench. And you know, I almost this is this is absolutely crazy. Yeah, all right, don't go on about it. <laughs> well, I almost I almost wrote a blog post, and it wasn't really so much about cats; it was about just pets in general. Yeah, that um, I mean, you love you love your parents, and you love your kids, and you love your wife, and your sisters, and your brothers, and your extended family, um, but. With most of them, called it, that's called incest, mate. Well, no, you know what? I, yeah, right. <laughs> you you love them all, but with your parents and your family, especially when you're young, you're thinking about, okay, well, well, how can I get out of this house, or you know, how can I strike out yeah. on my own? Yeah, yeah. And with your kids, it's like, how do I how do I get them out of the house and, and yeah. get them yeah. to strike out yeah. on their own? Yeah. But with pets, it's like they're with you for their entire life, and everything that they need you provide for them. And it's just, it's a different kind of, it's a different kind of, of feeling. And when you Mm -hmm. lose them, it, it just, you know, I, I really didn't know how to feel. And, and the, the really weird part is um, when I got the call from Tracy, cause uh, Dusty had been gone like the whole day before. And she spent most of the night before throwing up all over the place, which, you know, didn't make me really happy. And um, when she came back home, Tracy and Guy uh, took her to the vets, and they took one look at her and you know immediately put her into you know um, kitty ICU. And I got a call from her later saying, "What the cat?" Yeah, no, I don't know where she got the cell phone. Um, my wife, I, I got a call from Tracy, and she was like, "Well, it's it's not good that you know there's you know." liver problems and she's got 
the onset of feline diabetes and, and, you know, I mean, we're, we're looking at feeding tubes and, and, you know, I mean, all kinds of stuff. And it was like, you know, you, you really can't or shouldn't put uh, an animal that can't understand what it is that, that is going on through something like that. So, you know, we kind of came to the conclusion that, yeah, we're going to have to, we're going to have to have her uh, put to sleep. And uh, Tracy and, and Guy, who had taken her to the vets, had already um, kind of said their goodbye. And so I was the one that, that went to the vet's office. And they brought her, and I was okay. You know, I, I, was, I was sitting in the little waiting room for them to bring her in to me, and I was okay. And then they brought her in, and uh, she was mad, <laughs> which is not unsurprising when there are things going on that she doesn't like. Uh, but as soon as they put her in my lap, she just kind of looked up and, and started purring. And it was like, oh, my God. And as soon as that happened, the waterworks started. I mean, just <laughs> yeah. tears yeah. coming out of my eyes. It's like, oh, my God. But I knew that that the the right thing to do was to, to you know, to, to kind of put her out of her misery. And so after about 10 or 15 minutes, I, I called them back in and said, okay, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm okay with it now. And. So they took her to the back and, and I went out to the front and I was waiting and there was a guy there that had a German shepherd. It was just a beautiful dog. So I went around and I was talking to him and petting the dog and he was like, Oh, well, what are you here for? And as soon as he said that, it was like, Oh, it started up all over again. It was like, <laughs> it was like, Oh God. And you know, the whole, I'm, I'm trying not to just, and you know, it's weird because I'm this six foot six, you know, big burly guy. And here I am in the vet's office, you know, bawling my eyes out over a cat and this woman that was standing next to the counter was, was like, Oh, I can't stand it. And she came, I had no idea who this woman was. She just came over and gave me a hug. It was like, it's okay. It's okay. It was like, I know. <laughs> so they, they had her in like a, a, a little box and had, you know, had put some stuff on it. And, and, you know, some of the people that worked there that had known her for a long time, wrote little things on the box and, and they actually, and they asked if I wanted to do like, cause they have this, this, this like fast setting clay. So they, they did a paw print and it wasn't really so much for me as it was for my son guy. Cause it was mostly his cat. Uh, anywhere yeah. guy went in the house, you know, dusty wasn't, wasn't far uh, behind him. And so they, they brought her out and I, I had her and, and I, they actually had to take her back. Because they said, well, we, you know, we put the collar in the box and it was like, oh no, we, we, we'd like the collar with the bell and tag and all the rest of that. So they had to take her back inside again, open it up, get the collar, then bring it back out to me and, uh, got her into the car. And as, as soon as I got into the car, they were like, well, be careful driving home. And it was like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And as soon as I started the car, the whole thing started all over again with the waterworks. It's like, I'm sitting there in the car bawling my stupid you know, six foot six, bald, blonde hair, blue eyes out. And it was, it was like, what is wrong with me? You know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I, I really, really did like this cat, but I, I just couldn't understand why I was, I was so emotionally distraught over something that I knew was the right thing to do. And that was when the whole thing about maybe doing a blog, talking about something like this came to me. I haven't done it and I may not do it. Um, but 
it's it, it's one of those things where as a writer you you feel like you should write about it because at least at that time it seems so very important i don't know we'll see you'll you'll make the right decision well we did as you know as, as far as the cat goes it was you know it was it was what had to be done um no i mean about the post oh i know i know I know, but it was, I just don't know if if I'm you know removed enough from it to to do it justice. I don't know. We'll see. I'll either write it or I won't. 